Now let's jump into the album. Okay, first of all, I can tell you all but nothing about Gatsby, but the mood shifts and control, I got those down. Now despite me saying this, I actually did not want to listen to this album when I found out about it. I remember when I first caught word of the album, I thought it was another, you know, album made to cater to Tumblr girls. You know, the whole Lana Del Rey flowers in the hair. I love Lana Del Rey, but probably should have said that because I'm probably real controversial right about now. Um, but I think Lana Del Rey is a great artist and she does what SZA does and a lot of other artists I like and she makes stories, you know, she creates narratives and like characters and worlds where you can really explore and be interactive with them. And one of my favorite bands is My Concromance and they they did a really good job at doing this. My Concromance was like kind of like an emo band, you know, back in like the early 2000s but i don't, don't want to say that because that's real controversial also wow just, just <laughs> it getting canceled right away no, I'm joking. <laughs> nobody's gonna cancel me because nobody knows i am that would be funny if just some random person in nebraska <laughs> decided to cancel me i'm sorry i was watching a kenny jd video today and she she mentioned nebraska as being a place it's a state that people forget as a state and I was like that's so true but like it just be funny for somebody like in the really not heavily populated area to be like cancel this girl from another really weird not populated area in Louisiana that's like great you that's what you should do like I am not that important I don't think so I'm, I'm not that important at all maybe no where was i going with this oh, okay okay uh, but i was wrong to assume that this is like a tumblr girl thing like i said it's an amazing album what more can i say about it i don't think i even really need to tell you that i just i just thought i wasn't the demographic for it you know because i'm because I, I mainly saw that you know very indie very aesthetic demographic talking about it and I was just like I I can't vibe with this and at the time I was listening to mainly k-pop music so I was like yeah I, I don't know anything about this album I don't feel like finding out but it just took one person someday on Twitter to say that they are obsessed with it and that it changed their life for me to start listening and from the day I listened to I listened to the weekend that was the first track I listened to I was hooked I was like I I cried listening to the weekend. Like this is a album that I'm like I vividly vividly ugh, I vividly remember crying to and like literally just sitting on my couch in the dark and tears streaming down my face as I'm listening to the song that I cannot relate to at all because of, you know I never had a relationship like that but I felt the emotion. It was it's just a does an amazing job at being really emotive in her songs and just really making you feel something you know just like times a hundred you're just like wow I don't know I haven't been in this but this is so real and genuine and I think it's mainly in her vocal performance is what really grabs you oh let me not even talk about vocal performance because her uh, what 
which show was that i think it was like jimmy kim kimmer or something like that i really do what oh my gosh says a uh, jimmy kimmel i'm googling it right now was it him it wasn't wait what what was it oh no i'm trying to find it so bad guys this is so terrible but she did like a christmas um performance where it was her and it was a choir and, like it had orchestra like like an orchestra and it was just so magical um and i i cried that as well because it really was her vocal performance that shined and a lot of people like to diss on Sizzle being like you know she is kind of whisper she you know she might not have the strongest well but like I I do not see anything wrong with those two Christmas I think she did the weekend and she did love glory or she might have done supermodel I cannot remember for the life of me what those two think what those two songs were but I just remember and she was in this like really like pretty sweater dress that that's besides the point <laughs> but I just I, when I watch those performances when I listen to those performances I could really feel something and they were they just felt magical and that's what I'm trying to tell y'all is this this album is a just it's a magical experience it's like you're taken to another place what I theorize is that control is not SZA's conscious mind. It's SZA going back and forth between reality and her unconscious mind or like daydreaming and stuff like that. And as a fellow water sign, I'm Cancer, as a fellow water sign, I know what that's like to be kind of in your head 24-7. Like I zone out all the time. I'm constantly daydreaming and my favorite part of the day is when I get to go to sleep because I get to dream and my dreams be doing some wild stuff like I be doing some wild stuff in my job be like where am I and why am I doing this because I know I wouldn't be playing like this in real life anyway it's a lot my, my dreams are a lot I have dreams that I've like had like four years ago that I still remember to this day and they will not leave me alone which I would like them to y'all how do y'all know how to delete dreams I'm just I'm, you know it's like deleting a google doc I don't think it's anyway <laughs> but this album just opened me up to a sound that was so new and refreshing and it showed me lyrical depth that I never thought could be explored really like like the the illusions and the metaphors and everything is just so beautiful and like has so much meaning everything holds meaning everything has its purpose everything serves its purpose the, the, the way she goes about her vocals the way it sounds just sonically and like instrumentally all feeds into whether she's in the real world or whether she's in her unconscious mind and she's like thinking about something and dreaming about something and i'm about to get into this track list you know that might prove something right by the way 
disclaimer. This is all purely for entertainment. SZA has done numerous interviews where she breaks down her album. This is my interpretation as a fan. This is me being interactive with it. You know, I feel like a good album should do that. It should inspire you to be creative in this manner. And also, I don't, I don't claim to be any Anthony Fantano. But I do get A's in English, so I might be at least a little bit okay with this analysis. Um, I really don't know. Uh, but we'll see. So let's take a trip into the track list and see how the theory adds up. album starts off with a bang like super it starts off with the track supermodel and this is the way to begin the album like from the jump you get exactly what the tone of the album is a, it's like a completely unfiltered and totally honest exploration into the mind of SZA you know you're you're getting into the nitty-gritty of her her psyche and what she feels and how she's what she's thinking about you know and you know making this theory was kind of hard because I believe this is her in her conscious mind because you know she she has made a conscious choice to confront the problems in the relationship and telling her significant other to go so you know I can be your supermodel if you believe you know and she's like I mess with your best friend on valentine's day like she's really confronting the situation like she's like just pack up and go don't worry about me be with the new girl you decide to be with um but like i said she she's still saying but i can be your supermodel if you believe if you see it in me she wants she doesn't really want to let go of the relationship she wants to still be with him and she wants to still be like if you just looked at me in a different way if you just loved me in a different way you would see that I am the girl that you're looking for I am the girl that you desire but because you don't want to do that you don't want to take the time to get to know me to get to see the good in me just just go i'm just done with you like it's, it's been too much too much drama has happened um the it's been too much heartbreak like it's just there's just so much in this track i mean it's for and for a first track it's like super heavy which is like it's 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 telling you right now take it or leave it and um And I think the the reason why it fits so good as a first track is because like I I mean every like everybody can listen to this album, but I feel like this album having a central female audience it fits it really well because this is like telling guys like I'm sorry man, this is what you're in for. I'ma be honest, I'ma be true about my experiences as a woman. And I'm not going to sugarcoat anything to make this a, a listenable album. You know, she has tracks. Like, the very next track is a 
very listenable song. It's very friendly for all audiences. But to have somebody want to listen to a full body of work, you really got to grab them. And Supermodel does that. It grabs you and it's like you want to know the full story. You want to see what else she has to say. And if you, you're like, whoa, wait, you mess with some dude's friend on Valentine's Day? Like, I can't, I can't get, I know he might have cheated on you, but I can't get behind that. And she's telling you to pack up and go. And I think the whole supermodel theme, it makes me think about, I don't, like, Victoria's Secret um, runway shows. Y'all know, like, the, the whole, like, basis of a Victoria's Secret runway show is like these girls are the fantasy like these supermodels these really good looking idealistic women are like what the ideal is it's the fantasy it's like so that's another thing that really cements the fact that this album is gonna be kind of taking you away from the real world like she because I'm sorry, but being a supermodel isn't super realistic. It isn't super attainable. And it, it takes a lot of effort to get to that, you know, that point to be able to be labeled as a supermodel. So in a way, she's also saying, I'm going to work ten, like I could work 10 times harder to be your ideal girl if you would just let if you just give me the chance and if you would just stop the behavior you've been having like just like i i will work hard to become your supermodel to become your fantasy your ideal and it's just it's just so much like like you know like because the Victoria's Secret girls like like I said their their job is to be supermodels and to be a fictitious like not fictitious but like you know like like I said it's not super attainable so and she's not selling she's not gonna sell you a fantasy and she's so I think also putting that song first also means that it's not for men Cause she's like, I'm sorry, you got like I said, I'm sorry. I'm not gonna sugarcoat this. I'm not gonna be like, oh, this is so friendly for everybody. Like, you know, everybody, every this is so for everybody can like relate to this. Everybody, you know, this is just another album out there on the streets. No, this is personal and it means a lot and it has a lot of depth and attention to it. like you know good art does and I don't know <laughs> filming a podcast is so hard man like I always lose track that which is why I have a script but like I'm kind of just talking right now but I'm me just talking is exactly what I want to say I just put down a few notes just in case I really got off the track really off of track really off track that's what i want to say but let's really talk about the music like i said i'm not and anthony fantano i can't be like and the bass did this and this part and made it but i can i can talk a little bit about what it feels like what the sound makes me feel and i love how stripped back this song was 
was vocals and it was it's like I don't know it gave you like it was kind of folk you know it was kind of like a folk song in a way which is like crazy like this is an R&B album but the R&B album is starting with like a folk song like just raw kind of straight up vocals and like a little guitar and then you got the drums I she has a great I think it's with Vogue and she talks about how Pharrell also Pharrell's whistle whistles whispers on Supermodel beautiful I love it I think okay I'm, I also have another theory and that like all the men on her album are like other parts of her consciousness they're like speaking to her in in like a guiding they're like spirit guides you know how like (laughs) you know how like disney princesses have like guides along the way to tell them and like to to help them out like cinderella has a fairy godmother and like in mulan mulan has mushu and jasmine does jasmine have her Ra can't really speak. <laughs> oh, I guess her dad. Her dad. Her dad is her wisdom. I don't know. But like I like all those princesses have somebody like to just guide and help them, and I feel like that's what the men on Sister's album do, except for except for Travis Scott. But we'll get into Travis Scott. But anyway, so we got the really raw vocals. We got the really lovely guitar. And just that really beautiful loop. And it just makes you feel warm. It makes you feel cold. It makes you feel like you're in the middle of a forest. Like, just think about super. And oh my gosh, I didn't even talk about. I didn't even write any notes about the music video. But the music. My theory is a completely baseless, guys in the music video SZA is in her room and she's like in the mirror she's like checking herself and the dude comes in behind her and he's like laughing and she's like come on man like I'm trying I'll try even harder like I'm I'm trying to see what about me is not good enough for you you know what about me and then you see her and it goes into this other section of the music video where she is in like a a woodland forest and she gets all all the kids are like little fairies and like magical creatures and it's sparkly and she's walking down you know the path of the forest like like a supermodel like a Victoria's Secret she's wearing lingerie like a Victoria's Secret age guys I know what I'm talking about when I when I'm talking about when I'm talking about I don't know what is happening <laughs> with, with with my diction but it is not cute but I'm just telling y'all right now like check out this album just keep keep, keep listening to me you're gonna you're gonna understand what I'm talking about when I talk about this okay so the next album is of course love galore okay so if supermodel is the woman SZA is like this supermodel SZA being SZA talking as you know she she would normally you know supermodel is kind of like a phone conversation in a way it's like she's calling the mother she's like 
hey, this is what's up. I'm letting you know that it is not no more. She's like being super, she's being super upfront, but she's also being like, she's also going back and forth with herself. There's no clear direction in what she's saying because one minute she's like, yeah, you gotta go. And the next minute she's like, well, I mean, you could save. But it, you gotta stop acting like this. I mean, I, you know, we can make it work for the both of us. But then the next minute she's like, nah, see you later. But in Love Galore, this is the really the woman Sism wants to be. She, she wants to be in control. She wants to tell a bum lover to just satisfy her and then get lost. But as we know from Supermodel, she can't she's still looking forward to sharing weekends she's still attached but what really cements this as this is like her fictitious mind like her mind like daydreaming about this is the way travis responds to what she's saying okay so like like i said she's like down with these you know i don't love these dust off these you know i'm just I'm just doing whatever I feel like doing and nobody can control me because I'm in control of my situation. I do what I feel like and nobody can tell me otherwise, you know. And yes, if I want to see you on weekends, I'm going to come see you on weekends, but that's it. We don't really have to be up up like that. We don't have to really be together like that. Because when you come around, you start acting start acting different you start acting in a way that you know i don't know and you start to get really in your feelings and travis comes at her like whatever like why are you even bothering me like so travis is in the in the real world he's like is she serious (laughs) like he doesn't even he kind of doesn't even know what she's saying because he's like well she bothers me She's the one who's trying to get with me. Like, she's always calling me up. And I feel like this is a result of her still asking to see him after, you know, separating, after breaking up. Because this this isn't really about what she says before his verse. It's what she said in, like, Supermodel. So, in Supermodel, this is a she's talking she's being herself and you get to love galore and it says it and she's thinking this and she's like you know if i had it my way this is what i would do i just tell him to get lost after we did what we gotta do and it'd be the end of that and travis's response is to what she says is this is i know this is very convoluted but travis's response is what she is to what she says in supermodel why you want to be so done with me why are you still bothering me you know why are you still being like i could be your supermodel why are you still telling me these things why are you still trying to be near me when you were the one who who was like i'm done if you're done then be done is that is what i feel travis is kind of saying now okay so i i don't know i don't think i have a talent for this but i think i can really spot when a song is like 
made for the radio and this song definitely was made for the radio for one of two reasons it the track has a much fuller and souped up production in comparison to the precursor supermodel obviously and you know it it has a more trap type beat you know it's like if it came in between amigo song and like a drake song i don't think you'd be able to tell that this was like to it wouldn't be a jarring experience you'd be like okay it's just another track especially since that's travis common i mean come on um the second reason that this was obviously made for the radio is because it has an alternate version which there's been a lot of a lot of talk about the alternate version and people be like what why put travis scott when we could have had another scissor verse and that scissor verse was banging like why would you put travis scott to ruin this song and guys i don't think travis scott ruins the song at all i think like well he doesn't ruin the song because he, he helps my theory <laughs> he just He's just, and then he also gives you a baseline character for, it's, it's known that Sis is not just talking about one guy in this, but if we were just trying to see, get a feel of the type of person she was talking about, it would be the character that Travis portrays in the song, like very arrogant and whatever, and just, you know. It's just there to feel something and not really much else. Which is, and it it works to give it a more fantasy-like sound. The bigger production, the fuller production. Because other tracks on this album that are based in reality are going to be more like Supermodel. They're going to be more down-to-earth. And tracks on this album that are more based in fantasy are gonna have a lot of instrumentation on them like love galore so if you're gonna check out that that album you know really listen for those things and listen for those cues and really try to be like well yeah that kind of makes sense because it might not make a lot of sense but it's it's what i'm saying this is just my imagination and well not all because well not all of it is my imagination because the music video that music video was a dream that music video it had to be i travis getting murdered he got murdered and then especially because sizzle was like so seductive she was just like that's not the girl in the beginning of supermodel is way closer to sizzle than the girl that you see in um love galore in the love galore music video and a lot of people tie the love galore music video to the um what is that movie it's like the the butterfly effect i think that's what it's called yeah it's the butterfly with ashton kutcher look at that I haven't seen this music that music video. I haven't seen this movie. Um But oh my oh I'm reading the synopsis right now. So college student Evan Trayborn 
Ashton Kutcher, A, is afflicted with headaches so painful that he frequently blacks out. While unconscious, Evan is able to travel back in time to difficult moments in his childhood. Oh my gosh, guys, I'm so right about my theory. Like, y'all can't even tell me that I'm wrong because, okay, so Love Galore is, has this baseline of this butterfly effect oh my gosh so it really is SZA's unconscious mind she's like dreaming (laughs) she's dreaming of the woman she could be like I said in the love galore video she has all the control she has all the power and you you can see that dynamic in her tying Travis Scott down in the bed you know she's being the dominant figure because when you think about you know that type of dynamic that kind of um S&M dynamic, ooh, 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 Rihanna, ooh, um, I hate myself, oh my gosh, I'm so terrible, but when you think about that type of dynamic, you, you can see, you know, that power exchange, that power difference, and then, SZA literally gets rid of him by this, random lady just who was she what i feel like she had to symbolize like a character from another movie like she had to it's like leatherface i don't know (laughs) i I don't know i i but it, it has to be some type of horror movie but yeah like i know what i'm talking about okay this is a dream. SZA is going in and out of, you know, dreams, of daydreams. And she's going back and forth between this is what I want and this is, you know, what it should be. I should be able to have this power and have this control and not let these men use me. Okay? And she, and she gets so fed up. She's like let me get rid of that thing while I'm in my that's what my dreams look like my dreams look like the love galore music video (laughs) they really do (laughs) it's so messed up Uh, I hate I hate it I hate when anybody dies in my dream that is so weird I had a I'm not even gonna talk about it if y'all wanna find out about a dream that I had a couple weeks ago hit me up cause it was it was kinda weird um no lie anyway moving on to the next track which is doves in the wind this this is a track but this is also a dream okay i know i know you're like wait doves in the wind is a dream um That's what I wrote. That's what I felt. I don't know how precise that is. Because, well, I guess, because, like I said, when she's more in her unconscious mind, she's more upfront about things. She's more straightforward. What's the word I'm looking for? I can't find it, but we're going to come back to it. You know, she's saying all the things in her mind she wishes she could say out loud things that really shock people and cause them to contemplate you know why did I write this I wrote oh 
okay, so her mom says, I, you know, Miss Mama, her, at the end of, um, Love Galore, she says something about, like, she, her being able to finally let go, I, for, I forgot, I don't know why I didn't write the complete quote, but, like, she's, in a way, she's not really ready to let go, and we see that in both of the previous tracks, like, she's not giving up on this relationship just yet, but, it, but, again, in Dubs and Wind, she's like, yo, you gotta be this type of person in order to what what the word? You gotta be this type of person in order for me to respect you in a way. Like real do not deserve blank. <laughs> so you gotta be real with me. You gotta be cool and you can't be playing games. You know? Cause I know whether you're a real dude. A real dude would come for who I am. And, you know, for what I can offer him in a relationship. Besides the happy, happy, joy, joy, fun times. You know, I can, you know, she's being like, I can offer him real substance. Lord, I'm filming this at 6 o'clock in the morning so y'all better like this because I'm so delirious right now but anyway what was I saying so this is so this is another dream and what another thing that SZA does a lot that kind of makes you go oh yeah I can totally see that this is a dream is that she um she uses like allusions and she alludes to Forrest Gump a ton so she has she has like two really standout um works that she you know alludes to in, in this album and that's Forrest Gump and The Wizard of Oz those are really two and those are movies where I get like Wizard of Oz we know that's a dream for sure we know that's a dream but Forrest Gump um I'm pretty sure there's theories out there that you know Forrest Gump is all it's like everything that he did was inside of his head but I love Forrest Gump too much for me to be like yeah that's what it was so I really don't have a theory about that one but she says things like you know Jenny almost gave it all up. Wait, wait, where's Forrest now when you need him? Wait, ah! <laughs> uh, real? Do not deserve? Is that what you're like? I see you right through the walls. What are you talking about? Uh, you know, Jimmy, Jenny almost gave it all up for never even push for the where's Forrest now when you need it. So, I can't believe I have to do that. Y'all, I'm so dumb. <laughs> so, she's like, be a forest, guys. Okay, but in a way, in a way, Forrest Gump was like, like, almost the perfect protagonist. 
like nothing Forrest really did was ever wrong when you look at it I don't think Forrest was that valuable at all and so in a way that is kind of dreamlike wow yeah I'm doing a deep dive right now because I never really thought about this yeah okay um this is just my general feelings on the song as a whole I love the jazz sound that it has. I think Scissor really does well on more jazzy tracks. And this song, like Love Galore, is very souped up. It, you know, it has Kendrick on it, so it also is good. Is a good candidate for radio play. Well, it would be a better candidate for radio play if it if if it sound more like Love Galore. It had that trap beat. You know, it had all those things going for it. It's real, real jazzy. different from the sound you would hear so i so if this came on in between amigos and drake song it would be a jarring experience like, oh wait who changed the channel and why are we listening to the old people radio station i feel like that's what people would think i don't know <laughs> but it's it's really enjoyable like i didn't even begin to say that i was gonna say that later in the analysis i remember writing it yesterday but this song is very listenable and that's one of my biggest factors for an album if an album if you cannot listen just play the album in the background and have the whole thing play and enjoy it like that it's i'm i'm sorry but i cannot call your album a good album <laughs> i cannot if i if we're like two tracks in and i have to turn it off oh that is not good I don't recommend doing that. Wait until the I recommend waiting until the half mark of the album than being like, okay, that was a little much. But okay, okay. Like I said, she has Kendrick Lamar on this, and I realized I had an epiphany. People, I realized something so crazy. I like Kendrick Lamar is really animated in this song and she i remember hearing her talk about it i think it was on the breakfast club and she was like well he came in and he ad added all the other reels in the um <laughs> i'm so sorry that was so stupid he added all the other real kind of you know kitty cat references into the song whereas that wasn't the I feel like that's what most people got out of it. The central theme was, you know, talking about a woman's genitals, and that's and that's mainly what people got out of it. People didn't really listen to the song for the song. Understandable. It was very distracting, but I like that, like, and how animated he was because, like I told you before, a lot of Disney princesses, these fantasy characters, these fairy tale characters have their guides and i previously mentioned mulan and mushu sizzle is mulan and kendrick lamar is mushu y'all that is <laughs> sizzle is mulan and kendrick lamar and it makes sense because i, I remember watching the doves in the wind music video be like why are they said in like the midwest but in like a japanese black exploitation film like what is this it makes sense because <laughs> because
because like I don't know like if you think about it if you think about Kendrick verse you know taking into account the fact that she said yeah he just came in he just he just went off on his own day I don't know where Kendrick was that day but he went off on his own day and then you relate it oh no I just hit my mic that's not good for the audio <laughs> but anyway and then you relate Kendrick back to Mushu who's played by Eddie Murphy you can definitely see the kind of comedic elements and the kind of like flamboyant and boisterous punchlines that you know Kendrick throws in the song to give it that that extra punch of being like yeah this is this is I definitely can see in Mushu and um because at the same time he's very different from Travis's character Travis's character is obviously an average dude just and you know have an average dude feelings and nah Kendrick Kendrick is Merlin y'all he the the all seeing eye I don't know <laughs> you know he's like a you know wise owl he's there to give so some some truths give a little wisdom you know he says um well middle fingers up solana speak your truth you can never trivialize <laughs> i'm sorry this song is so single it's so singable singable guys i'm making stuff up i'm making it's but the music video go watch the music video and you'll understand what i'm saying okay okay he says solana middle fingers up speak your truth and it's like he's sending her off to battle like mushu would send mulan off to battle do y'all see okay i'm done with talking about that the we established we established that yeah this is being that is so fantastical in the way it presents um this advice and these notions um yeah is definitely more of a, a, a fantasy dream track but now we get into drew barrymore what i can't believe i did not write more i feel like i wrote more about drew barrymore I, like I've, I've just been writing this all over the place where is it oh, oh my gosh is this literally all I wrote for Drew Barrymore y'all I'm so upset oh well I guess that's all I wrote for Drew Barrymore okay so we're finally back down to earth with this one okay this is Scissor's true self speaking and she's trying to come to terms with the fact that her relationship is finally over and that she finally has to let go and you know she accounts this by being like oh i'm seeing him at a party with his new girl and like i wish that new girl was me but i guess and she's and she's like well i guess you know i'll just deal with this as you know most humans would treating my wounds with food and alcohol and other indulgences <laughs> until I could finally, you know, come to terms with what has happened and what I'm feeling right now. 
I'm trying to remember the chorus of Drew Barrymore. I'm not saying the chorus forget well, I'm just saying that. My mind doesn't work as well as I would like it to. <laughs> but, um, this, to me, this song was more of a, a realistic song because of the way she speaks about her experience. I mean, I can totally relate to and understand being at a party and, like, she's talking about, like, real stuff. Like, she's at a party and she sees a dude that she she likes or well she's been in a relationship with with a new girl at a party and she just, she just can't handle it you know um she just can't handle it like it's i also love the video i can't i can't really think that because it's just her just hanging out with her friends and that's another like this is very down to earth song like she's just very like it's and like supermodel is more laid back the production isn't as big and heavy it's definitely a more chill very listenable track like if you haven't listened to SZA on like a sunny day and just, just every like going outside the wind is blowing the sky is such a clear blue the clouds are beautiful and fluffy this is the song you would go outside and you would <laughs> You would feel that with like this this song is that kind of setting embodied even though it is kind of dark even though it is kind of sad it still feels hopeful and i think that one of the things she mentions when people ask her why did you write a song you know after Drew, she's written songs after other um popular 90s actress like she has julia roberts i actually really like that song i can't remember all of it now but i really like that song I forget off of what EP that is, but I, you know, I think that's what she's trying to portray when she says Drew Barrymore, because Drew Barrymore has played a lot of a lot of different characters. She's played some dark characters, and then she's played some really like upbeat characters. And Drew Barrymore herself is a very, you know, just likes to have fun, easygoing, upbeat type of woman, so even though that, you know, who has a, a dark past, so even though you might be going through a dark situation, you know, it, you can still, oh, warm enough outside, warm enough for you outside, baby, yeah, yeah, okay, baby, yeah, <laughs> um, I always try to figure out what she meant by like warming up. But, like, is it the warming up for you? Warming up for you outside? It's like, I know what she means. But I think I like, I like the fact that she says that now that I made that connection because, you know, it, it's not even being like, you know, am I, am I satisfying you? It's like, am I making you happy? Is she making you happy? Are you happy? Do you have that warm summer feeling inside of you? Do you are you experiencing that? Now that we're apart, were you experiencing that when we when we were together? And she's she's going back and she's asking these questions and in these tracks that are based in reality, that's what she does. She goes back and she asks questions and she's like, What could I have done better? She's like trying to figure out the formula what's the secret formula ravioli ravioli give me the formioli 
like she's trying i hate oh my gosh why did i keep doing this <laughs> my i got so loud my audio is so terrible right now um but she's trying to like really figure out like, what does he want from me? I'm trying to give him the world, and he just won't take it. Like, he won't take it from me. Like, he won't. He doesn't care. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't care. So, I'm trying to figure out what would make him care. Like, where is he in his life right now? I like this because it, it, she's like, Are you okay? Like, she's trying to be like, You know, when you break up with somebody and you're like, We can still be friends. But then, like, you, all you do is, like, come back to them two months later, you know. All your conversations are two months apart, and they're all, like, hey, you doing okay? Yeah, I'm doing all right. How you doing? Like, this is just, this is not really y'all are friends. It's just that y'all don't hate each other. So, <laughs> she's just trying to, like, show him that she, like, kind of still cares, and she still wants to know how he's doing. And you're like, are you happier now? Essentially. Um, vocal performance on this really shines. I like how towards the end she goes off into a soft falsetto, but then she like kind of grounds you at the end of the phrase by coming b- back down into her chest voice. Cause she's like, I don't, I can't do it. Sorry, I don't mean to be rude. I, sorry, I don't mean to be a lie. Do you really love me? Like, you know, something like that. She's like, like all up there and then she's like <laughs> as a person who sings this is terrible uh, but I like that she's like she's kind of being like timid and shy she's like I'm so sorry like I'm just trying to apologize and then she's like no I don't guys anybody get that anybody else got that from that and it's just me this is all just a this is a just me thing nobody else feels this way besides me but you know like I said before in previous episodes I think all my opinions are right so that's okay but it's it's like when she does that falsetto when she's apologizing she's like oh I'm so sorry y'all didn't mean to do that oh my gosh when she comes back down she's like I'm just joking no I didn't I'm not sorry and then she's like standing firm in her stance you know and you're like well, what 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 what's going on how do you really feel uh, uh, i i don't know <laughs> but uh i i really like that because it, it just it, it it shows the duality of you know real human beings and how sometimes we are like and then sometimes we're like forget that i'm not sorry and i think that's it also shows she she kind of likes to say that's the Scorpio side of her is that she can you know be really sweet and demure sometimes, but sometimes she's just like, whatever, I don't even care no more. <clears throat> and I think that's what she's doing here. Where are the rest of my notes? Because the next track on here is prom, and I know I wrote a lot about prom. Let me go back into my notes real quick, y'all. I don't even know where, where, where is it at? I know I wrote more about prom. Anyway, prom. Oh my gosh, is one of my favorite tracks. One of my favorite. It's not my favorite. It's not my top, but it is up there in terms of tracks I really love from this album. And 
when looking at prom i still felt like that we were looking at this like true voice um she's more vulnerable and in search of acceptance she's like so prom is like talking to a lover that makes you feel like you're out of their league not they're out of your league so they're kind of you're in a relationship with them but they're really they're being really um unavailable and trying to and trying to seem as they're unattainable but in reality they're it's not actually like that they're like you're like oh come on dude like we've been knowing we've been you know in this relationship for a while and you're still but but SZA is an overachiever so it's another one of those supermodel scenarios where she's like dude like if you give me enough time if you just let me do do a little more i will be able to give you the fa- like give you everything that you want i promise to give you everything that you know you want from me i promise to really be there and be that girl that you want me to be like and i think that i don't know like the whoever says is mentioning she, it's, it seems like a similar archetype of guy in the songs because she feels like she needs to like prove to them like be like I'm valuable I am worthwhile and she doesn't want to have to and that's what she's been having to do but she really doesn't want to have to do that like, but that's that's how the scenarios have been set up like I said, I really love prom. I think it's underrated. Enough people do not talk about prom. And I think prom is one of the songs, the best production on the album. It's, it's really, like, the vibes are the vibes are amazing with that song. I mean, like, ugh. You just get the best listening experience. Like, if you never listen to this song at, like, 6 45 in the morning when you're dreading to go to school and you want to bus <laughs> like on just like oh i hate and i don't want to be here uh, and, but you you pop in your and it's like in the winter you pop in your earphones and you play prom and you hear that the synth and the like drum pads it, it really like warms you up you like man i'm because you start to feel something this song is very emotional uh like you, you know you really feel something like oh i feel sorry like that she has to try so hard to get this guy to show her any type of attention or to really give her the respect that she wants from him uh i and it's very dreamlike, but to me, it's very grounded. And, and the thing she's mentioning, and the way she's talking, and how it just makes you feel like the more you connect with the song, I think the more it has, you know, qualities that you know humans like. Obviously, that's what makes relatability. That's what makes connections. If you're too far off from what actual people experience then you won't like 
that's why most people don't feel anything when they listen to a rap song because you don't live that rappers you don't have like 600 yachts and like 800 women on you at all times you don't so you don't really feel anything you kind of toss it aside when you have a girl who's talking about trying to be good enough for somebody humans try to be good enough for somebody all day i mean i feel like that's really just genuine human nature you know you try to be good enough for your parents you try to be good enough for your significant others you try to be good enough for your boss or whoever is your authority figure and you're always trying to show your worth to somebody so it's very down to earth and grounded in reality another thing about the song i like to point out is it feels like it could fit like really well i'm sorry excuse me <laughs> it could fit really well into a movie like scott pilgrim or like gino i don't know why but like some movie with like an awkward protagonist who's just like because you know it's really what it is an awkward protagonist just trying to figure out where they fit figure out how to you know be somebody and you know i feel like that sky pilgrim and gina like sky pilgrim is all about somebody trying to prove themselves okay sky's trying to prove himself to ramona of knives i think that's her name is that her name please don't let me be right <laughs> oh, her name is not Knives Child okay Knives is trying to prove herself to Scott everybody's trying to prove themselves to each other they're trying to like like Scott literally has to defeat all these ex-boyfriends in order to like get to Ramona like what more could you be doing to get somebody's approval than like literally killing off their exes I don't know man and and Gino I haven't really watched I haven't really watched Gino I've seen like clips of it and stuff like that my brother was obsessed with that movie both really funny movies I mean like hilarious but Gino is like this teenage girl gets pregnant she had a really promising future but now she's like you know one of those stories I think I don't know I could be wrong but so now she has to she was trying before she's trying to prove to everybody that she you knows she could she could be a great person and she would be like she would do really well in life and now she's had this like major setback well not that children i don't believe children are setbacks you know every child is blessing yada 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 but most people see when you're in high school ready to go to college most people see a child as a setback i'm sorry and so now she has to prove that she can she can be successful on top of being a good mother and raising another human being and i don't know that that's a tough feat in itself i i could i do it Choo, i don't know if i could be all like that <laughs> uh, trying to be somebody's baby mama raising another human being at 17 years old that is a lot um but like I said, besides those movies having similar themes, so you know, what this song is portraying, this would fit so good in those movies. I think I haven't really, like, maybe not Scott Pilgrim so much, but like in Gino, I can definitely hear that, you know, as I try, or maybe like a super bad, 
Superbad had a really eclectic soundtrack. So, yeah, I could definitely see this being on there. Just something about, like, a weird, awkward protagonist just trying to figure things out. Right? Well, that's just how I feel. Hey guys, so that was a really long episode. I had no idea how long I'd be filming for, and it turned out to be a solid good two hours of recording, maybe. Um, so next week I'll release the other half, and hopefully, y'all will be looking forward to it. If you are looking forward to it, thank you so much. Uh, it's very exciting to be able to do the content that I want to do. And I just can't wait to do more. So if y'all really love this episode, make sure to give it a review on Apple Podcasts if that's where you're listening to it. I don't know if they let you do that on Spotify or any other streaming podcast. I'm pretty sure there's some sort of system like that. But any criticism or any you know comments that y'all want to make on this podcast are completely welcome and i'm open to all of them and thank you so much for listening i hope you stay tuned for next week <laughs>